Welcome to part two, where we have a movie to talk about. We have Cowboy Bebop, The Heaven's Door, or Knocking on Heaven's Door, knock, right? Knock, knock, knocking on Heaven's Door. And for those who forgot or just joined us, this movie takes place between episodes, I want to say, 22, 22. and 24, or 25. One of those things. 22 like, and 23, right? 22 and 23, okay. I was somewhere around that line. BS of Cowboy Bebop. So, so we decided to insert it right here for you guys. Exactly. And then and it was our first and it was all our first time seeing this movie. Yeah, which is impressive because Chris has already seen this show. So the fact that he hasn't seen this movie yet is a nice treat. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was great. This movie was long. Two hours. It, it, yeah. it was surprisingly long. It, it, it wasn't uh, the Batman long, but it was long. Batman was long. Bat- God damn, that movie was sick too. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Thought it was oh, going to like three or four it. times. I swear. Finish that or started. What, the Batman? Yeah, I uh, want to go see that in theaters. I don't want to boot like that one. This so, so facts that we know about uh, this movie is that it was created after the series was made. Um, so they had the reference of everything that happened in the series after uh after the fact and um it's an extension of the so everyone who worked on the tv show worked on the movie um and um a large amount of the people who worked on the music for the show also worked on the movie for music for the show or the the music for the movie i should say so yeah just a little, little facts for for the for the audience about the movie i just thought about this um, as you were talking, so if this movie was made after the show, but it takes place not at but near the end of the show, there must be something that happens in the show that plays a critical part, either with the characters involved or something, for them to insert it right before the end. Right, like we don't know what happens at the end. That's you know coming up very soon. Right. Like, but... is someone going to die? Someone dies, or like, <laughs> yeah, like what? Or like the dynamic between them changes to the point where it's like you can't make a movie about like how the crew operates because you know Spike and and uh, like go their uh, separate ways or something. Like that. Yeah, or something like that. Or like Spike retires and Jet like goes back to the Force or whatever. Something crazy happens. Um, <laughs> when you said go back to the Force, I thought you meant like. Like in Star Wars, when they die and become one with the Force, I was like, whoa. Yeah, that too. That too. That's a possibility. So he can go back and pick up his old love. He can say, forget that guy. I'm right. here. <laughs> you had your fun. No, I'm just kidding. Let me stop. <laughs> J- Jamal, Mr. Still Your Girl. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, but I, th- I think that's why. Because, I mean, again, we don't know what happens, but... Something's got to happen where it, like there's there's a reason they placed it between those two episodes. Like they're at the peak of their uh, their cooperation as t- in terms of a, a crew, um, but then also as like in the next couple episodes or the last episode or whatever, like something very very important happens that they wouldn't be able to put a movie at the end of the series. Mm-hmm. And then also, and I don't know if this was generally I don't know if this was mainly a thing with animation movies how movies can be non-canon. But right. why make this canon then? Like, I wonder if there's something important that happens in this movie that makes it canon that, you know, 
plays a part into what happens into the next, the final few episodes. Well, the thing is, it doesn't have to be because there's a lot of episodes in the series that, I mean, you would assume that they're all canon, but they're not like important to the overall overall arc of the story, like the uh, the um, the alien food. Um. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Good yeah, point. Like maybe they just had like a story that took a little bit longer to longer to tell, and they thought, hey, we can just make this a whole movie mm. after the show is over. Yeah, you're right. Okay, good point. It was a pretty big, uh, like it was pretty deep subject matter wise. They had to introduce a lot of characters. A lot of people had to die for this, <laughs> so pretty like it could have been like a, a three part series. It could have been a finale, but if there's more, then I'm happy to see more. Let's talk about how people have been dying. People have been mainly dying by this so quote unquote pathogen, but it wasn't really a pathogen though. It was nanotech. Oh, so we're not doing a, a sixty second. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, there's just too yeah, much. There's a way too much stuff to do. We uh, would need like three minutes <laughs> in order for this to be like properly, like I, to be done right. I don't know. Either each of us does like a thirty or like a minute thing, but then it's just very long. I don't know. It's just way too. Oh, much just four people do thirty seconds, like one after another. Yeah, but that's no prep time. You just have to go off, but not put too much information so that the next person still has something to say. Maybe in the future. Yeah, we can do that but... for, for another movie. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean this um, this virus was nanotech, which I thought it was cool because it still keeps the whole futuristic sci-fi in effect. Yeah. Um, and then that helps explain, um, you know, the the butterflies that people will see when they're exposed to this pathogen, um, especially the main antagonist, Vincent, which, by the by the way, I love that his name was Vincent. Oh, yeah, same. It's a, definitely a cool character. I'm, I'm a huge fan, huge fan of Final Fantasy VII, specifically Vincent Valentine from that movie and or from that game. And in this movie, his name is Vincent Bellagio. It's like. Okay, I think there's somewhat of an homage going on, but has to be some maybe kind of not. Final, I, has to be some I kind mean, of Final we, Fantasy fans making this game. We already have Sephiroth is fake vicious. We it, already know that. Exactly. So. <laughs> Sephiroth is fake vicious. There's definitely some uh, some Final Fantasy tendrils going on here. So. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, they saw the butterflies. The people who saw the butterflies because, well, let's explain this pathogen, right? So it's nanotech and what, like, it, I guess it's like a protein based nan- nanotech or something. But either way, it mimics the lymphocytes in people's um, body. So it can go undetected that way. But I mean, Ed was able to see. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Ed was able to tell. The way Ed was describing it being like all twisted and stuff, even though we're looking at the pictures, I could see a slight difference. It kind of looked like rough or whatever not as like circular or smooth but ed was able to see so props to ed for that she's a goat right ed's a special child we know this she she uh she she's very talented in many ways but yeah i mean so after the nanotech copies um mimics the lymphocyte then it goes throughout the body and it finally makes its way throughout the brain and then once it makes makes its way throughout the brain then eventually it will destroy itself while in the brain, which I'm assuming then will cause, I don't know what kind of cellular death, but cause people to die. Did they really ever explain that? The only reason I can see 
how people die is when, um, I guess the lymphocytes are killed through microwaves. But I don't know. The only thing I can really tell is that when maybe a lymphocyte is somehow destroyed, the body thinks to destroy the rest of the actual natural lymphocytes. So the body can't really protect itself. So maybe that's how the body shuts down and dies. But I still yeah. didn't get how like people actually die from this thing. It didn't, it didn't seem like the nanotech actually killed any kind of cells. Jamal, I feel like you're overthinking it, bro. If, if there are machines in your body... I like this, all you're, right? You're, you're, it's cool. What cells are going to want to like destroy it, right? Yeah. So let's say if they go to your brain, maybe it's just like a self-destroying thing. Like eventually your body just eats at itself, trying to rid itself of the issue until start going through real tissue and real, yeah. you know, real organs and boom. Program yeah. cell death. Yeah. Like what, especially in the brain. Like yeah. There there is a there is some kind of um disorder where women can't get pregnant um because the the body feels that the baby is a foreign uh, like a parasite. Yeah, so it attacks the 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 baby at like the zygote level and never allows it to to develop. So I I could totally see see the your body being like, oh yeah, the the nanotech is in here, and then the nanotech strapping itself to other cells, and then it it forcing it to attack those other cells. Dang, that must be extremely sad. Yeah, it's super sad. I'm sorry well, I mean, that I brought it want, up, but if you want kids, yeah, that's yikes. <laughs> If you don't, then shit. Or in a case of <laughs> Samson, he never got to see Sporky Dolky. Mm. Samson, mm-hmm. the hacker that Faye was tracking down. Yeah. Uh, Were you asleep at this point, Wolpe? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you remember like when Faye tracked down Samson inside, I guess, that arcade? And then like, she yes. destroyed the machine? And then Samson got all sad and pissed, and then he turned around like, and then started typing whatever. And just started, he just started hacking immediately. Yes, and it's just, I'm like, yo, this hacking guy came away. ready. Uh, the part was, was really fantastic. cool because I knew he was way too calm when she pulled up on him. Can we talk about how like of a badass Vincent was though? I know he wasn't scared of death, but damn, like he seemed untouchable. Even Spike couldn't touch this guy. He whooped Spike's ass both times like he never Spice. lost to spike he just accepted no, death fantastic. he just accepted death the and those fight scenes were freaking amazing oh, my favorite part was when spot fought electra when he um went undercover as one of the like cleaning crews mm-hmm. when he was using the broomstick that oh, was in the office that's no, not in the so office like fantastic. in the hallway that oh, seems yeah, so yeah, uh, iconic oh, yeah. The the animation on that, the spinning broom was so good. I'm not gonna lie, bro. A lot of these villains and characters are making vicious look a little less vicious. Exactly. Like, bro, Vincent versus Vicious. I'm putting money on Vincent. I'm Vincent yeah, no, Vincent is number one. He's definitely the top villain. Do oh, you no, take no, no, no. Vincent? I think uh I think that guy, that flying guy, evil penguin. From a couple episodes oh, ago, that yeah. guy is definitely number one. That guy is oh, yeah, true. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Vincent, if there's Vincent. no cat around, bro, it's over. Yeah, I don't know if Vincent could beat Fat Boy. My yeah. man Vincent was able to vice grip Spike's chest and like just 
what, like, twist his whole sternum or whatever. Yeah. He did straight up just just hit him with the, the vice grab grip. and then the twist. And then, and then Spike was like, oh, what yeah, he's like, like it, yeah, like after Spike had a lead and he knocked Vincent down, Vincent, like, is that all? And then this vice, while vice gripping his whole chest, and then Spike just starts to scream in agony. Like, that shit's insane. Yeah, that dude was evil. What was that noise? <laughs> Probably a chair. Oh, sound like a no, sound like an <laughs> elephant. <laughs> so much. Um, the dude, this is one of the better uh, animations I've seen in a long time. You could definitely tell like, it's movie quality based off like the jump. Oh yeah, well because the um, even off the, the intro. Yeah, the in the beginning with the marbles on the floor and they like the the reflections through the marbles and shit like. They just thought about everything, which I'm not surprised, but the, you can think about everything and do a poor job putting it on screen, but nothing about this movie was was done poorly. Like the opening uh, cinematic with the people through the city and just like, it was just so good. I don't, I don't know. That, that quality just uh, pertained throughout the, throughout the movie. It was yeah. definitely a spectacle and it was almost, um, at first, it was a little unsettling because uh, the animation quality was so damn good. It was it was better than the show, and the show is damn good for its time. And you're like, exactly. holy shit, this is like, it's like uh, almost because uh, some of the, the the colors were a little bit shaded differently. Some some of the characters looked a little bit different than they do yeah, in the actual show. Yeah, some but, of their colors were a little off. I didn't notice that. But it was fine. After we got into the film, after like fifteen minutes or so, I was like, "Okay, this is fine. I'm, I'm, I'm with the the aesthetic of the film. I, I can appreciate where where they took took it." Yeah, I think they uh, they they like lowered the saturation just a bit throughout the entire thing, just to make sure that like it wasn't supposed to be a goofy movie. Like, there's a real threat going on here, mm-hmm. which I think it, it was good. gritty. It was yeah. gritty. Quality is always. Like, make sure whatever you're coming out when it comes to, like, games or animation, make sure it runs smoothly, and then based off of that, then you can start adding the cute or nice visuals depending on how you want the story or the product to come out or portray. But I had no complaints. This movie definitely just showed a lot of great visuals and everything. Um, I know there was that one... Dr. Mendelo, but he then he went by Rashid. I think yeah. that was like a cool character to add in. I didn't realize that he was Dr. Mendelo. Not in, and then even after, despite like said Dr. Mendelo, it didn't really click to me until after I went through like a second washroom. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that, so that is Dr. Mendelo. But he still talked in the third person. So that just shows that he kind of like disconnected with that old sense of himself. Um. The, what was the final plot like by Vincent? Like, I know he wanted to poison like the entire city, or whatever, and that was like through a parade. Yeah, oh, like I thought he was going to kill everybody on Mars. Um, he w- spread the vaccine. I mean, not the vaccine, the virus. Yeah, he wanted to do it throughout the whole city or, or whatever or Mars. I think it's the whole city, but he did it through like because Halloween night, so he did it through the Halloween balloons. Right, the jack o' lantern balloons. But then, because Electra gave a sample of the blood to one of her like colleagues or coworkers, whatever, mm-hmm. to make it, and then they spread it through like some kind of like the, weather the, system. The, vac- 
Oh no, the vaccine. Yeah, so the um the crop duster planes, like all the old, um like early or to mid nineteen hundred model planes, all the old guys were flying it and like spreading the vaccine all over the city. And then, yeah, we had we had our guys Antonio, Carlos, and and John Bim. They're always around, dog. I they always them. are. I love them. You gotta love them. Uh, it wouldn't have been a, a Cowboy Bebop movie without them in it. I can't remember what they said exactly, but I think they were talking to Spike at one point, and I think they were acting senile, like, just to fuck with him, and then he was like, oh, shit, we're all gonna die, or something like that, and they're like, we're just messing with you, dude, chill out, and I was like, I love that these old guys are self-aware. Make, that makes them so much better as character, as side characters. Mm-hmm. What if they're the real villain? We found out that they're from <laughs> that that, that episode they form bounty hunters, so... <laughs> Wait, what'd you say, Chris? They're, we found out that they're former bounty hunters. Oh, that's so, right. I, yeah. I completely forgot about that. Uh, I have a feeling like they're, they're, they're the villains at the end of the season. Like they've been <laughs> spying on Spike this entire time. Posing the, as comic relief. <laughs> <laughs> they're the founding members of the Red Dragon Syndicate. They've been keeping an eye right. on Spike. Yeah. The the Red Dragon got its t- tentacles all over the place. It uh, you know, we, we find out more about them in this movie. How did you guys feel about uh, the further conspiracy that's been woven in? Wait, what did we find out about them? Because I don't remember that. Um, if you remember, um, the the cop was talking to to Jet about the them being involved with with um, the with this this whole plot line. I can't remember the connection between Vincent and the Red Dragon. I mean, maybe it has something to do with Titan because I know Vincent was, I think he was part of a, he was part of a military group. He went in Titan and then he's part of a military, whatever squad he was part of allegedly died, but then he survived. He ended up being a test subject for that whole pathogen, but then he lost his whole memory due to a side effect of that. And then now That's he right. couldn't tell the difference between his dreams and reality. So then he went insane. But I don't remember any kind of and connection that's... between the Red Dragon Syndicate and I guess anything that was really noteworthy in connection to this movie. Maybe it wasn't connection to this movie, but I don't really remember anything about the Red Dragon Syndicate. I want to look that up, but I don't want to accidentally see any spoilers. So. Chris, are you talking about... Are you talking about the previous uh, episodes when we found out that the Red Dragon was like they're they're paying off all the police and everything? Um, I I could be mixing up. I could I could be mixing things into together. But I could have swore that we that we heard something about it. If you guys don't remember, then then I won't force it upon you. <laughs> when did you get that Demon Slayer sweatshirt? Uh, Jamal got it for me. Good, good, ah, this was the Spain gift. This was the Spain yeah. gift. Our good French oh, mall yeah. hooked, hooked me up with uh, this beautiful sweater. Definitely got to get one of those. You guys haven't seen it in person, but it's uh, it's gorgeous. Speaking of anime, for one second, outside of Cowboy Bebop, has anyone seen the newest episode of uh, Attack on Titan? Yes. That, oh, that man... <laughs> I can't believe. Well, but you're not. You can't be watching manga if you're gonna. You can't be reading manga if you're gonna fall off and watching the anime. What do you mean? Like I already know what happens. So, so now, like, I, you can I'm watch how not, it's animated. 
honestly, the best part of my Sundays was watching Demon Slayer and then watching Attack on Titan. Since Demon Slayer ended, like, I don't know. It's like I can't. Yeah, it ruins it. I can't just watch Attack on Titan by by itself. I had 14 weeks of like pure, uh, like my Sundays were the same every Sunday. And it was just, it was amazing. And now it's over and I'm just like, uh, I guess I'll just wait until it's over and then I'll, you know, I'll, I'll binge it later. Mm. Please continue without spoilers, please. Actually, say whatever. I already saw it. Chris, has, Chris has, <laughs> I already know what happened. Chris has it. I, Chris has it. I haven't either. I was just asking. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you had. Some, <laughs> I thought you had something to say too. Right. Nope. Absolutely nothing. Just curious. No, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna do a uh, a binge with me and Lex probably next weekend. Uh, we just got through the Loki series, and that was pretty good. So. Oh man, that's that shit is fucking crazy. Yeah, it was it was a total mindfuck. I, I I won't spoil anything for uh, those of us who haven't seen it. But Moon Knight's was, coming out soon. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about that. Re- very excited about that. Did you guys uh, get a chance to see the Miss Marvel trailer that I sent to you guys? No, I did not. Look yeah, at it. I, I watched part of it. Um, I'm familiar with her because of the Avengers game. Many people were hating on her. She's a, a relatively new superhero uh, in the Marvel universe. Period. Mm-hmm. But um, they were hating on the trailer. But. We'll, we'll see when the when the goddamn show comes out. I I, I, I want to give it a chance. I, I I'm, not... I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not. I don't really like that character. Um, just her powers don't really, you know, they're not really that interesting. She can be cool. I'm interested to see what happens with her and like and and uh, you know, uh, Miss Marvel, but or Captain Marvel. She she's Miss Marvel, but. I don't know. It's not. I'm definitely more intrigued with Moon Knight. That's for sure. And yeah, Moon Moon Knight just has that look. I'm also. Well, it's it's going to be no. It's it's going to be like a psychological thriller on top of just a you know cool ass action show. Uh, All right, uh, we don't want to see any wholesome content. We want some no. some, some weird shit. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm also intrigued to see what they're going to do um, with the because we've seen a little bit. Uh, we've all seen the Spider-Man movie now, right? Yes, I okay, finally good, saw good, it good. this week. Good. I'm glad that you're you're in the loop now. Well, so um, you saw that they brought in Daredevil into the MCU. Um, oh, and they're doing another. So yep, the Daredevil show is coming. They they just pulled everything from Netflix and put it on the Disney Plus, like all the 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 Marvel MC or the Marvel show stuff. They just put it all on um, there. So and I'm Agents a, of Shield. I need you said and what Agents need. of Shield. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh wow. mm-hmm. no, this I, is good. The only thing that I need to see is them definitely bring back Luke Cage. I need them to def. I could do without the Iron Fist. Um, Jessica Jones is fine, and they have to. Uh, they're already bringing back. Um, they're already bringing back Daredevil, so that's a given. But I need them to bring back Punisher. Give us the final seasons of fucking Punisher, please, God. Oh, question is Ghost Rider, uh, Marvel also. Yes. Yes, he oh, is. Okay. But he's he's like 
very by himself, i.e. Blade. Oh, okay. So, I'm, I mean, I was just asking just because well, uh, I'm, he's reminded he, me of him. Eventually, I, he's going to be in the MCU. Um, I think he's going to be, if not teaming up, just like associated with, uh, with Blade and um, uh, the Black Knight, which we saw in Eternals. Because mm-hmm. um, in the comics, there was like, I can't remember what they what they were called, but like it was like the dark something um, where they had like a team going on. And it was like all like the really, you know, edgelord characters. <laughs> yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but um, it, it's going to get it's going to get crazy as time goes on phase four, five and six. Yeah, I'm I'm ecstatic because they didn't um, they didn't censor anything from the the Netflix series. So uh I'm going forward they should start to be able to do more edge edge lord shit, you know. <laughs> so it's going to get real emo in the MCU. Speaking of edge lord shit, Vincent. Vincent is the edge lord himself. I was going to ask uh what are you guys' opinions on Electra as a character? Because we kind of already covered Vincent. Let's go. Let's go ahead and get into it. What? What? What are you guys? Uh, Jamal, what are you, what are your thoughts on Electra? In the words of Spike, I like a woman who can kick my ass. <laughs> Very much so. Yes. That that is a fantastic quote, and that that fight is fantastic too. She she had some fucking moves. I was like, damn. Yeah, she. She was tight. I, I liked her immediately. <laughs> immediately. Didn't have to grow on me like Faye did. You wouldn't think that her and Vincent had like a love interest because Vincent didn't seem to give a fuck. But then also Vincent forgot. Do you really think Vincent forgot about Electra beforehand? Yeah. Okay. I guess maybe just wanted to die or something. I don't know. He never really killed Electra. He had a chance, but he never really killed her. He definitely could have done it. But I, I think it, I feel like it, it was like a soft spot, but not necessarily like, uh, oh yeah, I'm still infatuated with you. Yeah, it, it was. It was like there was like a, maybe a repressed memory that like kind of slipped through the cracks. Um, and we've seen that before, uh, like Darth Vader, basically. Like Darth Vader eventually, you know, realized that Anakin was like he wasn't trying to actually kill him or whatever. I don't know, um, but. I think it was like a subconscious thing, but it wasn't like actively trying to save her life or whatever. Do you think that subconsciousness is the reason that he basically saved Faye with a kiss? Maybe. I well, or there Faye to was be like, a less creepy way to say. It. <laughs> well, I mean, he could have just like bit his thumb and like let the blood drip. In yeah, her like mouth here, suck on, suck on my thumb. <laughs> I, I, I guess that's the less I creepy said way. Less creepy. No. <laughs> well, like, fuck um, my thumb is not. So what? Like, not less I creepy. guess he can just like. Well, see, he had to get the blood, like, in her somehow. Yeah. And he's not gonna be like, oh, like, if you want to live, like, have my blood. You think Faye's gonna really believe gonna, that? Right. It's gonna be creepy regardless. But I think um, because just, uh, stuck on my thumb and look this blood up. <laughs> Do you mind if I cut my nipples? Here, stuck on these bad boys. <laughs> no, Vincent, no. Um, but I also think that uh <laughs> I also think that like 
because Electro was like the subconscious love interest. I think that Faye might have been like a conscious, like, all right, well, let's just let's let's get into this one. And then that's why I saved her. So he had this internal battle going on. But that's just the theory. Maybe, maybe I'm just, you know, bullshitting right now, but mm-hmm. possibility. So like when Vincent said he can live through anything, then wait, does he ever sleep? Because if he can't tell the difference between dreams and reality, does he actually ever sleep? Not that we saw. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about he, he can basically live through anything. I'm assuming, like, does he need to eat? Does he sleep? Or does he just would, survive any kind of, like, illness? I would assume he's like uh, um, Terminator out this bitch. He don't need nothing, Jamal. Right. That's crazy. You, you, you saw the way he gripped... Our man Spike's chest. Yeah, like, like what kind of <laughs> superhuman strength do you need to do that, man? While on the ground, like no kind of leverage. Yeah, that's like some some. I, I was on bath salts when I did this <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's what it, it wasn't even. It wasn't even a pathogen. It was just bath salts. He was just spreading around the city. <laughs> oh my gosh, nah. Vincent so, is on a different. He's built different. Uh, so remind me again. How did Vincent actually die? Like I remember him dying and like him seeing all the butterflies and stuff, and then that's how the movie ended. Um, Electra, how did he die? Electra shot him, and he basically mm-hmm. just accepted the shot. Like, yeah, I'm gonna die. Oh. Uh, he, uh, essentially, how what I got from it is that he was like, yeah, he could have, he could have <laughs> been like, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get out the way of this and not and not to, but he was like, the job's done. I've done what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing else I need to do. So yeah, I'm ready to die now. I'm out. Because how long had he been alive? Good question. Did I, we find that out? I can't remember. It probably was reference of when. Because I think the movie takes place sometime in 2071. But I don't remember when the events that of his Titan thing took place. So I'm not sure. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Well, he was 35. <laughs> All right. This one's 35. Estimated age um, 31. Huh. Four years off. <laughs> you, you, your, your guess was pretty good, though. Yeah, there we go. Seems older. I would guess forty. I would have guessed forty too. He does seem uh, quite wise and <laughs> well trained. But then but still I, athletic. But then I don't know. Japanese seem like whenever they make um like their animated characters, they always seem older than what their actual age is. Mm. like i don't know you might see like one show have you guys ever seen baki or like no yes Yes. like baki is a high schooler i think at one point or like he just started high school he's not even like an adult no we have we have these problems in animes all the time where (laughs) their high schoolers are like gigantic and or their middle schoolers are freaking gigantic Mm mm-hmm for example, I'm gonna do a, like just because I know <laughs> Wolfman was sick at this. 
um all American what? how <laughs> they use like grown ass men to portray high schoolers. Oh my god, no, bro. See, here's the thing, right? And I'm gonna go on like a very, very small rant about this. I see a lot of complaints about euphoria because there's a lot of 20-something-year-olds playing high school students. The reason I feel like this is okay is because they are on copious amounts of drugs, having a lot of sex, and there's a lot of abuse and a lot of violence and a lot of bullshit, right? And I would feel extremely uncomfortable if there were, like, even people who were, like, 18, 19, 20 acting out these characters because they would just seem too young. It would be weird. Me knowing that Zendaya is, like, 27, yeah, bro, go play a 17-year-old. Who cares, right? With All-American... This chick will never make it out of high school. No, she bro. She's kind of... I was thinking that when I was watching Spider-Man, I was like, you know what? I feel like she plays a high school student too well. But um, in All-American, these people look like they're 35, like on a high school football team, standing like side to side, looking like looking like they're going into Canton. Like they look <laughs> old as hell. I couldn't stand it. And it, honestly, it's part of the reason that I just stopped watching the show. Um, and it's the same thing with like Riverdale and all these all these shows are yeah. people say are obsessed with people in high school and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, I get it. But the content doesn't really, you know, it doesn't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Very it's seldom does a TV show get the high school football team right. Like whether it's a scene in the locker room, there's like five guys and that's like the entire team or they have around 20 but they're all wearing just the worst fucking uniforms. Like it's so bad. Right. That and everybody's like strong and in shape. Like, no, where are the where are the weebs? <laughs> yeah, man. We're right here. Doing this podcast. Exactly. Nah, not everybody starts, bro. All right, let's wrap this fucking thing up. Um, so what would we rank Vincent as a villain out of 10? A 10. Definitely a ten out of ten. He's he's uh he's got all the the he's he's got the the overwhelming personality. He's got the uh, I'll kick Listen your ass. ass. <laughs> I, I I don't even need my henchman to do it. I will kick your ass. Alone, about him. yeah. <laughs> no henchman, standalone, cool look. I I don't see any flaws. Ten out of ten. I agree. Vincent is the type of character that is immune to talk no jutsu. Right. And that's what I love. Only dies because he wants to. Exactly. Not, oh, I had to change the art. Just like, all right, well, I did my mission. We are about that action. (laughs) I want to die anyway, so go ahead, take the shot. I'm done. Right, like, y'all not putting me in in prison. Like, I don't, it's over. He only died because he was like, all right, I'll die. Yeah, just, all right, whatever. Yeah, he accepted it. No one took him down. For all we know, he's bulletproof. The protagonist did not take him down. He got his ass whooped every time. That's also weird, yeah. The the, the villain was killed by not a side character, but like someone who was introduced. In the movie. Yeah. Insane. We don't see any any of our heroes triumph at the end of the day. Yeah. Did they even collect the bounty? I don't think so. I don't think so either. No, I don't know, man. I doubt it. Because he died. 
Oh, right. Exactly. Well, I think, I think honestly, that kind of drags the movie down just a notch, just because like, you know, it, we, we end the movie, you know, satisfied that it was a very beautiful movie and like well-paced and, you know, it looked great, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, like, not our our main crew protagonists don't succeed and like there's not going to be a follow-up to this movie you know like this is just a one-off so then you're just like what what was what was the point of this movie if there wasn't really anything to come out of it you know um because at the end of uh we've seen we've seen episodes before where it's like they're not going to get out of this one like it's going to be another failed bounty but then they work together they find some way somehow to to make it through and succeed and that didn't happen. Like they, they had a good plan in place. They did save the city or whatever, but they didn't, you know, like they were still beat by Vincent. Um, but maybe that does a, a benefit to like, they wanted Vincent to be like the best villain, which takes away from Vincent or from Vicious. So I don't know. That's where I'm kind of like on the edge right there. But other than that, like it was a really good movie. I mean, I kind of wish... I mean, we did get some kind of hint about, I guess, how Electra feels for Vincent, mainly when she was talking to Spike while they were both locked up. But I think, like, the impact of Electra killing Vincent definitely felt stale because there wasn't really enough for me to connect with, like, oh, okay, she killed Vincent. It just seemed like that's something that they just, the writers chose to do. And obviously, because they're the one that wrote this, maybe for them, they felt more the connection about Electra killing Vincent. But for me, it's just like, oh, well, now he's dead. Yeah. Like, we didn't we didn't have the payoff um, with our characters that we still have four more episodes with mm-hmm. um, after this movie. I mean, chronologically. Like, obviously, most people watch the series and then the movie. But, like, where what we're doing, like, we still have more time so it's like oh well turns out these guys can't make it out of any situation which is what we want um and again in an episode that's fine because they you know the next episode would break up the tension or whatever but like there isn't a second movie like it's just this movie and it's just like what this was just a long episode then i was just gonna say that like if you contextualize the movie as just a really long episode because i remember saying that like Kind of like 20 minutes in. I was I just like, this is how an episode would go. It's just, like I said, there's a longer story to tell. So I feel like if you frame it that way, it's not as bad. But because you're thinking, oh, it's a movie. So it has to have, you know, it, you're expecting like a bit of a different outcome. But because all the episodes are such high quality anyway, and then like they did what they could do as far as upgrading like from a from an artistic standpoint from fight choreography and just sound design and the different things that you're able to do when you have a massive budget but like content wise yeah it's just a long ass episode i wonder um can you remember how i was mentioning like what was the point of having this movie take place in between like two episodes mm-hmm. i'm wondering mm-hmm. if because now Spike and Faye are now have like a vaccine. I wonder if that's going to like take place in any, as take place in episodes like twenty three or twenty four or something. 
Like, I wonder if that, like, immunization to a vaccine or be able to live through anything is going to play a part in one of these two next episodes or one of these four next episodes. Probably not. Probably. But just something I just wanted to speculate on. It, it very well might, Jamal. You, you never know. The all-knowing Chris has spoken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And, and honestly, you might you might be onto something because, like, why would they... We already did touch on this, but, like, why would they go back and have this specific story two years after the series ended and, you know, put it right in between episodes 22 and 23, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe the, the pathogen comes back and then they're somehow uh, vaccinated, but, like, they didn't explain it in the show. So then they're like, oh, we got to go back and fix this plot hole through this movie. Mm, yeah, so, that could be a good point, too. So maybe it'll make more sense as the season or as the series comes to an end. Uh, but as of right now, that's like the biggest thing kind of glaring for me, like in terms of a, a criticism. Um, like from a continuity standpoint. Right. So we'll see. Um, so Vincent's a 10 out of 10. Electra was pretty solid. What do we want to rate her? I gave her an eight. Uh, yeah, I'm fair with that. Not that she wasn't bad, it's just that, like, there's nothing wrong with her, but there definitely could have been some things more to strengthen her character, maybe some more backstory, but base, but for just yeah. her being introduced and what she has done, I give her an eight. Yeah, in the short amount of time that we had, because I, I doubt she'll be back in the show. Who knows? Maybe she will. But assuming that she won't, um, I think they did a pretty solid job introducing her and making her like a mainstay character throughout the entirety of the film. Um, so I'll, I'll agree. Say like an eight um, could have went a little bit deeper with like who she is, why she matters so much, but uh, pretty solid overall. What about you, Chris? Um, it's definitely solid. Uh, as you said, I think it's a, uh, it's a little weak because we don't get that payoff at the end for our main characters, but everything about the movie was fantastic from the aesthetics, the music to uh, our villains to everything about it was fantastic. So you can't bring it down too much. It's it's fantastic movie. Yeah. So uh, because you called it a fantastic movie, what do we want to rate this movie overall? Hmm. It's our first movie rating. I'm, I'm good with a nine. To Did we not half, rate so. Demon Slayer? I don't know if we rated no. Demon Slayer. Oh, dang. I don't think so. Because we weren't we weren't doing the ratings yet. We were just like re- review, like oh, yeah, summarizing. True. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What was rate this movie? Demon Slayer was a was a ten. Oh yeah, yeah. Calling it now for just just for reference. Yeah. In in retrospect, Demon Slayer, uh, the movie can train movie was a ten. Easily one of the greatest anime movies I've ever seen. Um. And I already talked about my criticisms of this movie. So because of those, I'm going to drag it down to, I'm going to go like eight and a half out of 10 for Cowboy Bebop. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see it. Are we getting harsher? Are we getting harsher on these uh, on these episodes and things as we're getting yes. close to the end? Well, not necessarily on the, because the, the when we did the uh, episodes 19 to, through 22, all of them were scoring like in eight and a half, nine, almost 10 range. Um, so, but because this again felt like just a really a glorified two hour long episode, like there wasn't a genuine payoff. I, that, is it, is, back. And sorry, before I uh, interrupt the rest of you guys' uh, grades, 
do you think it's because now we've seen like the formula of the show? I don't want to say like now we're used to it because if we had just watched this Cowboy Bebop movie with no, uh, if we had never watched an episode, right? But we watched the Cowboy Bebop movie, it would have definitely gotten like a 10 out of Because oh, I feel I mean, like I would have yeah. gotten such a great look at every character or, you know, the main characters at I least. I don't know if I'll give it a and, 10. I think I'll give it, I, I'm thinking I'm giving it a 9. I don't know if I give it a ten because I'm still trying like payoffs. Like, what did the characters really? Game. Yeah, what did they learn? Like, what did they, what did they achieve about themselves or as a crew? And we don't really know. Uh, the only thing I can really think about Spike wise Spike learned that he could he could get his ass. Yeah, and like what oh, he feels yeah. he felt he described that how he felt fear for the first time, like real genuine fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know, but there wasn't really a clear way. But then. It's kind- Cowboy, this show doesn't really like handhold you about explaining what's going on in the episode. You kind of have to like really pay attention to what's going on. Kind of like how Jerron right, is, but definitely yeah. not as. But obviously, Cowboy Bebop does a little bit better job at telling you what's going on throughout the whole world and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But I give it a nine. I give it a nine, though. 8.5 is definitely good, but I think I still give it a nine. It was just missing that a little bit well. of that backstory or like that payoff that adam was talking about to really yeah, give yeah. to make it a 10 to nine let me clarify the the animation was 10 out of 10 oh for sure like there's no complaints right, about gorgeous. animation like the visuals and everything right. were on point for the only thing for me is the is the continuity which again we don't know yet so it might bump it up if there is continuity uh you know uh kind of honored but because there's no payoff, like the, the plot is what holds it back for me. Mm-hmm. Like it was doing, it was doing a good job, but then it kind of just fell flat once you got to the end. Like there yeah. was nothing that really wrapped up for us. The only thing that really wrapped up was that the threat is gone. But mm-hmm. that's really it, though. I mean, we, which honestly just feels like an episode. Like okay, our characters are stuck, are part of a plot now. But there's nothing that they could really... have made a whole season. Yeah, for real, like. I don't know. There was just something. The plot was definitely just falling short for this movie. It was good. It just, I think they didn't know what to. They probably, I don't know. The writers just had it to wrap up it up so or what. Yeah, definitely could have. Definitely could have been better for for all the build up and how long the damn movie was. Yeah, Chris, did you give uh, your rating? Yeah, it was a nine. It was a nine. Nine. So there are episodes better than that. Yeah. Not animation wise. Again, mm. uh, again, clarifying the only one that kind of stands up to it is Penguin. Yes, that that's that's what I was going to bring up. But and and even then, that's only just because you know they had like a it was an eerie like it had a different type of energy than the rest of the episodes. Yeah. It was more of a scary horror type of thing. So the liberties that they took, well, not liberties, but the the ways that they changed it up were like different from anything that we had seen. Yeah. They were welcomed. But with this, it's like, they took the regular Cowboy Bebop, like this could have been, you know, a regular Mars episode, but they stepped it up a thousand. So yeah. Yeah. You're right. Nothing really matches up. But like I said, there are episodes better than the movie. 
but the movie is also better than some episodes. So a lot of episodes, a lot of episodes. So we'll pay. What's your rating then? He said uh, nine and a half. Right? Nine. He said nine. Nine and a half, but I'll, I'll go with nine. All right, so okay. we round to a nine. If you want to give it a Chris rating, I imagine it'll be somewhere around like an eight point seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 8.79. You heard it here first. This hot and fresh movie from the year of 2001, Cowboy Bebop, the movie, gets an 8.7934 from the otaku meter. The otaku meter. Well, thank you all for joining us on talking about Hogwarts Legacy. Goku vs. Saitama animation by Etoilic One Animations. Check them out on YouTube. And about Cowboy Bebop knocking on Heaven's Door. I and don't forget about Sly and, Cooper 5. All right, Sly and Cooper 5. Fucking Elden yeah, Ring. Yeah, God damn it. And the cart racer. Man, God damn it. All right, well, all right, all right. Follow <laughs> <laughs> um, us on Twitter. For Cowboy Bebop, um... Whenever our next show is, we're going to be talking about the last four episodes in one episode. Woo! So each of us Woo! will be yeah, talking about an episode. So that should be a joyous ride. We should get some conclusions. And then finale, it seems finale, like finale. it seems like based on the so thumbnails, good. we figure out who Spike's old love interest is. I forgot Julia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why would you spoil that for me? It's a thumbnail. You're going to see it. No, I'm not. Yes, if I it's on Netflix. Oh, my bad. <laughs> so... Um, we we have two more episodes for Cowboy Bebop, and then one more episode. We move on. Wait, wait, wait. Nope. Just one more. No, no. We have to do like the final. We, oh, okay. Two. And, my bad. And, and, and in that final episode, I wanted us to do um, a comparison to the live action um, that got canceled, and maybe is gonna get re. Re, it's my. I've been hearing rumble that that's going to be revived. Yeah, I've been hearing rumblings, but anyways, I want to do a, a a comparison. Just uh, all in one. You you guys watch what you can of the series in in a week, and then we'll we'll discuss it on that last episode. Hey, Wope, if you want a spoiler, Julia takes a fat dump on Spike's chest Ooh, in episode twenty five. Steamer, Cleveland Steamer. And she yeah, sits that's- right into it. That's actually the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah, you almost got me. Oh. <laughs> uh, Wait, what are we going to name this episode? The, yeah, I'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, they figure out. Are you the one that comes up with the name battle? Yes. Yep. Yep. They've been great so far. <laughs> Follow us on at Otaku Street Pod on Twitter. Follow Adam on TikTok at AQ Digital. And just to satisfy us, we'll pay. Follow us on our YouTube and Twitter channel. We'll pay. You can tell us, you can tell them what they're at because I don't even know the names of those because we haven't posted uh, anything on them. I don't know either. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> the guy who true. wants to know wants to let people know about our unposted things on those social medias doesn't know the names. Okay, but like they're going to. All right, yeah. just follow fucking Otaku Street. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Until next time. Until next time, we out. Bye.